Welcome to the Shall We Football Podcast. I'm Ryan, my co-host AJ Colt is at the Fantasy Football Expo hanging out with Des Bryant. AJ, we're getting into prediction season. You excited? I am excited. Yeah, these are our bold and superfluous AFC division and wildcard predictions, plus a surprise or two. Oh yeah, we are going to throw the hanging curve. Do you want to get get right into it with the, with the AFC or do you, do you have other preamble? I do. By the way, for listeners and viewers, this is Ryan's job. Last, we'll present the McCorkle Award for episode MVP. Follow us on the artist formerly known as the Twitter That's right. at SWF underscore podcast. Watch also us on Razball. Razball, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, look, you had your chance. Watch us on Razball Fantasy YouTube and go to Razball.com to not suck at fantasy sports no mores. I just saw that you sent the Zoom link in the same email that you sent the oh, StreamYard Christ. link. You don't even so have it open, huh? I did not have that open. That is correct. Good, 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 good. Uh, you yeah, you, you want to you come in now? We're getting I'm gonna there. I'm going to let you into the... Zoom has to install some updates because Oh, get is... out of here. Are you kidding me? No, it's coming. It's coming. Christmas Christ. Ryan, shall we football? Shall we football? Yes, we shall football, AJ. We're going to go with the AFC East first because when I open ESPN... Ooh, um, I've got one quick news and notes to talk about. It's Sandra Bullock and Tim McGraw doing some shady shit to Michael Lower. Um, so let me stop you there. Uh, so those two, Sandra Bullock and um, and the other one you said, yeah, those, yeah, yeah. those people are actors and they did not. There was in that film that no michael owers were harmed it looks like it. him it looked like them in the documentary that i watched either way michael owers suing uh his thought to be adopted family right and to be clear not sandra bullock and the man you just described their last name is very difficult to pronounce sandra bullock is way easier sent that is also slander and if this were ever transcribed libel well, if what Michael Ower alleges is true, they are true pieces of shit. For sure. Uh, are you surprised that this came out so late? I am. This is like a, like 11 years late. I, I, th- I think it trickled out sometime between the release of the film many years ago and now. Sometime in between that. I know it was trickling out that not all was as it seemed. And the, well, yeah. the, the movie wasn't accurate. But this is, this this is, is some next worse. level assholery and debauchery. so if you haven't heard fair listener at home uh, really Sandra Bullock in, and, huh? yeah Sandra Bullock and Tim McGraw they've apparently made Michael Ower oh, as God. a teenager sign a conservatorship agreement right and not and not adoption papers like they led him to believe right so can I get you to, yeah keep going okay can I get you to pause here name image and likeness yeah they did uh except they didn't because again it's not Sandra Bullock and Tim McGraw it's um, the real life characters that they played in the film, The Blind Side. Is it the, the Tohees? I'm about done with this. The Tawala Bears? Yeah, I think this has run its course. All right, yeah. AFC. But, yeah, it, it's it's crazy. It uh, I don't know why it took so long to come out. Maybe Michael er- maybe Michael Ower was like actually that damaged by this, and I mean that I mean that uh, compassionately. I, for I sure, and it, that that has got to be to find out that you thought you were adopted for so many years, and to find out that, that those people were allegedly profiting, and you saw zero dollars. Okay, all right. So, it, so that is what has come out now is correct the behind the scenes financial aspect of this. Yep, they made millions, and you made zero dollars. Okay, all right. That 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 makes a lot more sense. Maybe he was just made privy to this. I know this information is probably out there, but this is a, a an honest in moment reaction. Like we didn't plan this. This is just, we didn't. I just had to. Yeah, I this is this is out. just a, a genuine reaction to news coming out. And I don't think it's that wild that we're like, oh, that sucks for Michael Ower and these people are really substandard human yeah. beings. Um, yeah. Prayers to Michael Ower. I mean, you're firmly on Team Ower on the sh- on the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think that's a, a surprise to anybody. Yeah. All right, all right. Do you, do you want to start? Let's start with me. Uh, so the AFC East, I've got, and I have the records. Ryan doesn't. Uh, I'm just going to read them off, so you have a metric by which to measure teams against one another. At least in my rankings here and my predictions. So I have the Jets at. 12 and 5, the Bills at 11 and 6, the Miami Dolphins at 10 and 7, 
and the New England Patriots at six and eleven. Oh, and man. I'm gonna say that I have the Jets as the third seed, and I have the Bills as the seventh seed, and the oh, Dolphins baby. do not make the playoffs. That is oh. one of my that is one of my top ten teams. The Dolphins yep. at number nine, not making the playoffs. Yep. And I I was telling Ryan prior to the show that I use this playoff predictor. If you Google you know NFL playoff predictor, like the first thing that comes up. No free ads, but it's sweet. Uh, I don't know how we're gonna like it, we're gonna have to store money because I don't think they're gonna willingly give it can up. We, can we monetize this? I, we probably can't. And Bobby, I'm so sorry, Bobby. I walk right into it anyway. You can predict everything uh, by by choosing winners of each game. I did that, and I was like, "Wow, the Dolphins didn't make the damn playoffs." You know, and the Bills and the Jets are one are separated by one game, and then the Dolphins are separated by one game. But the AFC is so much more wildly competitive. Is it, like it, it's not even close. The NFC no. is there. Are, there are five teams that are like a lock to get in without question. Yeah, the rest of the teams probably shouldn't make the playoffs. They Is shouldn't there make a lock outside of the Chiefs in the AFC? Uh, I don't think there is. I think you have a very... I have a loose definition of lock, I guess. I want to factor the Bengals in here. I was thinking Bengals would be the only other one that I would say, like, they're they're going to be a playoff team regardless of, of if Burrow's injury lasts a in couple weeks into the season or not. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable with, with Chiefs and Bengals. Outside of that... Fucking crapshoot, really. The way the NFC North is stacked, it is actually the most competitive division in football. Mediocre competitive? Sure. I, just, I don't know. I love the Lions so much. No, oh, but that division is garbage. <laughs> it's just straight. It the North, though, I have the top two teams with the same record. The third team behind by one game and the fourth team behind by one more game. It's the only division where all four teams have a winning record. The way I did this this predictor, I was telling Ryan, is like there's a 10-team buffer if you are the home team. So at home, number 12 beats number two, but they don't beat number one. And that's what this gave me, is four teams in the, in the AFC North with winning records. That's so fun. And two are kept out of the playoffs. But to go back to what we're talking about, the Bills... I'm pretty shocked that the Bills were overtaken by the Jets because in my rankings, I have the Bills fourth and the Jets mm-hmm. seventh, but it's just yep. the way the schedule sh- the schedule shook out. Yeah. So that that was the thing that that I was going to ask because mine mine goes Bills, Jets, Dolphins, Patriots. Bills and Jets making the playoffs. Do- the Dolphins were actually a little higher in my power rankings, um, and, and I think that's you know my power rankings were based on health, right? I. I Tua stays healthy for the whole year. They have the potential right. to be the sixth best team in, in, in football. I don't think that's going to happen. But how did you feel when your predictor jumped the Jets above above the Bills? How surprised were you by that? And was it something that you had to kind of double take it? So the Bills have a fairly tough schedule. Yes. I, I was I was pretty shocked. And like I started to play with it to be like, this doesn't seem right. This seems to be, th- this would be something that would like, make me move the number from 10, which is the buffer that I talked about uh, in choosing these games uh, one by one with my power rankings. I I was like, I'm going to move it to eight. I'm going to move it to 12. Do the Bills jump? In one of the scenarios, the Bills jumped the Jets and then everything else went fucking haywire the rest <laughs> the rest of the divisions imploded and i was like i can't have the texans in the play no it wasn't that bad but like the rest of the divisions went haywire and i was like all right this is not the answer either and the only thing that kept the entire league in a reasonable like in, in a reasonable scenario or scenarios was the one in which the jets overtake the bills it's it, it's because it's one damn game sure and it is that that can be that can be based on scheduling, and that's what it is, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, the schedule makes a huge, huge difference. Jesus and Christ. honestly, if that if that's the way the cookie crumbles this year, I'm not going to be totally shocked. Um, my reasoning will probably be different. It's just because Josh Allen can't do fucking everything like they ask. They've asked him to do the last two years. He needs help elsewhere, but. Well, to me, that's why he's below both the Chiefs and the Bengals. Yeah. 
yeah it is because that you said he's and that's pretty accurate like it is literally him it's him yeah him and stefan Diggs. uh aaron Rodgers back with nathaniel hackett running an offense he's comfortable with with weapons he hasn't had in a long time adding dalvin of, cook adding dalvin cook late like that's the Jets could be a scary, scary football team. As soon yeah. as they get that ball rolling, they could, they could be really good. So, like, I, I'm I'm pretty content with where both of us are at here. And if I had to do records, it would probably be a one or two game, one or two game spread either way for me too. Yeah, and look, we're all talking about um, the the Jets and their offensive line. Uh, so Lake and Tomlinson, their left guard has at one point played very good football. Connor McGovern has before yep. Elijah Vera Tucker looked like an extremely good player. After he's going to be, he's going to be a monster from USC. Yeah. Uh, Billy Turner is, is a serviceable player. Uh, and then, you know, whatever they can manage to ring out of Makai Becton. They also have rookie, uh, Wisconsin center, Joe Tipman. Yep. Who I'm super excited about, and I think he could play potentially uh, another guard spot. And then there's Wes Schweitzer, uh, who played with the Washington Red Hogs for a while, coming over here, uh, here coming to the Jets. Uh, he has a lot of starting experience, so they, they there can is piece this thing together. They can. There have been teams with worse, with worse. Uh, you know what? I'll give you the this. Uh, the the fuck no, the fucking Bengals. Yeah. The, well, yeah, the Bills. When they went to the Super Bowl, the Bengals' offensive line was trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like player for player, maybe worse. Yeah. Than this. Um, yeah. So I think this is it, it's overplayed a little bit. There, there's a lot of there's there, especially at at tackle, there is a lot of uh, credence to you know uh, nitpicking about their offensive line, but yeah. I don't think it's quite as bad. Weaponry is all there for sure. The uh-huh. defense was really good last year. Sauce Gardner is not going to get worse. Uh, it, like the, the the Jets are going to be a, a really good football team, and I'm I'm excited for for that. I love watching Aaron Rodgers throw the football. He's so. I good. think one thing we haven't talked about much is the depth of that defensive line. Like yeah. it is, it's stupid. Yeah, they're stacked. It's stupid. I mean, the only the Carl, team that Carl may Lawson, the only team that may rival that is the Eagles. I think I mean the Eagles are have far and away the best, but for sure, but I think the Jets are right are, are right below that. I, I would I would say so. It may be in a small group, but definitely the next tier after yeah. the Eagles. They're both of their backup uh, ends, uh, edge rushers, are first round are their are t- are two first round picks from this past year and the year before in Jermaine, Jermaine Johnson, Johnson yeah. and Will McDonald, yeah, from Florida State and Iowa State respectively. Yeah, uh, yeah, I. So did you already say who you had? Was it the same? Uh, I had Bills first, Jets second, and then Dolphins and Patriots. But uh, okay. I'd, I'd be happy either way. Um, do you? Who do you have making the playoffs from there? Uh, Bills and Jets. I have the Jets as my number six seed. Okay. No. Yes, five seed. Five seed. Five seed. And then the Bills? Bills is the four. Four. Okay. Very good. Um, so you also don't have Miami making it. I also don't have Miami making it, and I was actually higher on them than you were in the power rankings. I, and and I felt pretty uncomfortable leaving the Dolphins out of this. I didn't I, like I keep doing telling it. myself that Jalen Ramsey got hurt. Jalen Ramsey got hurt, and I'm rocking myself in the corner. Jalen Ramsey got hurt. Jalen Ramsey got hurt. But uh, I don't I don't know if that's here's the thing though is, bring is them down. if two if Tua gets hurt again, then that's enough to bring him out. All, all bets are off there. Right. This is like you said, uh, I, we can't, nor do we want to predict injuries. No. This is kind of a special case in which if he does get hit, like this risk is almost more palpable than just about any quarterback injury potential that we've seen in our life, at least that I can remember. This is the one time where I'm like, I might actually want to take into account in the prediction process. So this, if this guy could go down and it could be really bad. And that 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 fear yeah. and that like is it's palpable. If if concussion had been a major talking point in the '90s, uh, Troy Aikman would have been yeah. in that conversation. Um, but it wasn't. They were they were that was still the sweep under the rug era yeah. of concussion. Um, but it, it, I obviously don't wish an injury on Tua, but I also mm-hmm. can't trust that he's going to be healthy. Um, so that that's that's why I have them where I do. 
yeah, this was also another schedule thing. Yeah, it's hard. Um, it's really hard. Yeah. yeah, this was also another scheduling thing. Again, uh, one game separating one and two and two and three bet- for me between the Jets, Bills, and Dolphins. And, you know, this was based on a on a, on a numerical system that I developed in, in real life. I mean, shit, there is a scenario here, a very real scenario where the Dolphins might steal a game or two and actually come in first here i find that difficult to believe but there i mean i i would not be uh awestruck no i wouldn't either surprised sure but yeah i wouldn't either all right afc north uh this is this is your bit your let me let me give let me give you this okay so within the fourth seed at 12 and 5 is the Bengals. (laughs) yeah in the fifth seed at 12 and five are the Browns Jesus. not making the playoffs at 11 and six are the Ravens. Jeez. I have the Ravens as the sixth best team in the NFL. I almost did 10 that. and six. I uh, was really close to doing that too. I've changed it around. I also have the Steelers, the 16th best team in the NFL per my rankings at 10 and seven. Jesus Christ. That is literally just how the cookie crumbled. I'm not quite sure how the Steelers were the one team that really didn't, their record didn't match their ranking. It's a tough fucking division, man. I don't know. It is. That's, that's one thing for me is I I took how hard that division is into account. My initial, when I wrote it down, I I had Bengals, Browns, uh, Ravens, Steelers. And then I thought you you switched the Ravens and the Browns. I switched the Ravens and the Browns. Yeah, um, I am. I'm having that urge right now because, because I I don't trust Deshaun Watson to to be the Deshaun in Watson any in me. any conceivable way. Do no. I do I do I trust Deshaun Watson? No, I, I'm keeping the fantasy team name this year. Don't rub don't rub Watson because he rubs back. Um, Yikes. Yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah, it took me it took me some doing to get his name into a fantasy team name that ESPN allowed me to use, um, but <clears throat> I I I don't have any faith that Deshaun Watson's going to be the player he was when he was transcendent in Houston because I haven't seen it yet. In the five six games he played last year, he was absolute horseshit, absolute horseshit, and I have no faith that he's going to be better than horseshit right now. I do have a little faith in Lamar Jackson and and it doesn't matter my misgivings with that team. Um, at the moment, I, I, I trust them more than I trust the Browns. The Steelers are, are super young and I think they're going to be once again, an above 500 football team. I, I don't have them winning 10 games. They're going to, I think they're going to go nine and eight, but um, it's going to be another Mike Tomlin special and, and they're going to, they're going to sneak in over 500, but they're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, yeah. So I had, like throughout the season in the predictor that I used, which each week, once you complete the week and you select all the games, it gives you an updated view of where the divisions and how the divisions are shaking out and what the playoff positions are. There were so, like early on, it was like the Steelers in the number one spot for a little while. And then it just kept going back and forth. And there was a time where the Bengals were in third. It was just a wild everywhere right the thing is if deshaun watson is serviceable uh this offense is still gonna do stuff their offensive line's too good nick chubb is too good yeah i think that amari cooper will go back to being amari cooper david and i mean there there's too many weapons you could say there's no true number two wide receiver i'll tell you this between elijah moore Rookie and rookies Cedric Tillman and David Bell. Somebody is going to be a number two wide receiver. Maybe not in the upper tier of number two wideouts, but at least uh, middling. Cedric Tillman may be one of the steals of the draft for the Browns. I'll give you that. Uh, David Bell, if he would have played for, for Ohio State instead of Purdue, yeah, uh, he would have. I think Probably he been a first rounder. Oh, I think he would have started not over some of. The, I think he would have been like a starting slot receiver type. Yes, thing. yeah, he he was even great, even that great. even that's that tough at Ohio State, but yeah, yeah. he was awesome. Uh, Cedric Tillman though has apparently been like eye poppingly good in camp, which is is great to hear. Also um, tracks right. It does it does track. Love camp, love camp rumors. Uh, right, the Ravens. Give me, give me yours, sir. Top to bottom, let's go. 
Bengals. They they are my two seed. Is are the Bengals. Okay. Uh, right. Ravens are my six seed, and then I have the Browns, and then I have the Steelers. Uh, right. and, and I I also have all four of these teams over five hundred. Um, I I would love to to think. I just don't know since the AFC is so goddamn difficult. I don't know if any. It's so hard to fathom an AFC team, multiple AFC teams going fourteen and three. You know, like that is so hard in that conference. Um, it, it may be a people beat each other up type year and, and records may not be what we think they're going to be, but, uh, I think the Bengals are going to, you're going to be the two seed, uh, the Ravens. I don't know if they're going to do anything in the playoffs, but I think they're going to get there. And it's based on Lamar Jackson's just pure inherent talent. I still have no faith that Todd Monken's going to put together a functional NFL offense. Uh, but Lamar Jackson's going to make things happen. And John Harbaugh's too good a coach. The defense isn't wonderful. It's not the Ravens defense that we're used to, but it's still going to be serviceable. My, I think that this Ravens defense is going to be elite in a different way than we're used to seeing that stifling front seven. I think that between Marcus Williams, Kyle Hamilton, Marcus Peters, and whatever they can, I guess, rock you sin, whatever they can trot out at, you know, at the opposite corner and nickel. Yeah, their secondary is very good. I think the secondary is going to – and you know what? If you have two great safeties, you can make a few mistakes. That's true. That's very, very true. You can make they some make, stupid mistakes, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. They were a pretty poor run defense last year, correct? Especially in the middle. Um, I, my, I Calais Campbell had himself a year. He did. And Calais Campbell's a difference maker regardless of where he goes. He doesn't have the Pro Bowls to prove it, but he's – been a stalwart interior defensive lineman uh, for his entire career, but I, it's not—it's not the Ravens' defense of yesteryear. No, it's—it's it's absolutely not. Um, I don't know. I think they're going to give up some points. I—I—I I, I don't know if they're going to be able to keep pace as much as we we have seen in the past. But I disagree with you. I think they are, and I feel very uncomfortable with what the predictor has spit out for me. And I'm feeling—I <laughs> really feel I, I'm with you. Like I feel compelled to move the Ravens up. I'll, yeah. you know what? I'll have a decision by the end of the NFC uh, okay. episode next week, whether right. I want to switch that. All right. Um, the jury is out on, on AJ's spot for the Ravens. The record shall reflect. All right. Uh, we're we're going to move on to the AFC South. The Maybe the worst. Oh, we've lost AJ. Okay. Maybe I will move on to the AFC South. AJ may be able to get there at some point. His internet is notoriously terrible, but that AFC South, uh, it's it's a little top heavy. Oh, we have an announcement. We would like to introduce to the Rasball audience and reintroduce to the OG Shawi football audience, our Pittsburgher in residence and biggest human resources concern, Cousin Douglas, his glorious return and his Yenzer promo of the week. Douglas, are you there, sir? <laughs> Good day to Yins. Yins can call me Cousin Douglas. Just don't call me late for permani butter sandwiches, or I swan to John Cheryl, I'll stuff you in one of them smart city trash bins and roll your ass right off Mount Washington. I'll drink all your iron seeds and fill them up with Monongahela water and piss, the difference of which is splitting hairs. Any who's hole. While I'm technically AJ's cousin and live in his wall insulation, subsisting on rainwater and thoughts of coleslaw, I'd like for you and Zal to think of me as your cousin in additionalies. But what do I do here? Well, my employment status is nebulous at best. And what is money anyway against the ever encroaching and inevitable heat death at a universe? But my purpose is clear. Do promos, share general thoughts every other week, so and that, and your mom. This week, I want to talk about quarterbacks, which is a poor manteau of quarterback and douchebag or just Deshaun Watson. ESPN recently ranked the current NFL QBs in things like arm strength, accuracy, and etc. We was going to do that, but them amateurs at ESPN went and took the good categories. So, using our patented SWF resourcefulness, we comes up with a few traits that are at least mildly relevant to professional ball tossing. Let us begin. Love making. Jordan Love. He waited without making a peep for the ayahuasca to kick Aaron Rodgers off the deep end and into dark hellscape version of a Frodo Baggins house. And his last name is Love. Don't overthink it. Diaper changing. 
Lamar Jackson, known in-game turlet enthusiast, both has a small child and did a Baron Browning in his purple pants that one time. On the other hand, at the bottom, pun intended, is Russell Wilson, because Sierra still has to change his fucking diaper. Bonus, non-QB, littlest shoes, kicker Kai Forbath, who has a size 10 and a half foot, wears a size seven and a half shoe that he stuffs in an oven so he can jam his foot in them tiny Nikes like an unethical foot condom. Thank you and all for the opportunity to reintegrate into the Shall We Football podcast and introduce myself to the Razball audience. In spite of my previous transgressions, I also made a Cleveland brand in Lamar's football slacks. I read in the locker room on one of them naked sashimi spreads, and I'm glad nobody wanted that miniature tuna roll under my belly button. Whatever. Gotta make rent somehow. Good night, Yins. Now huff my razz balls. Cousin Douglas, everyone. The unbelievably talented, well-spoken, basically a thesaurus in and of himself. Cousin Douglas used to be a staple here on the Shall We Football podcast. AJ, I bl- did you? I, I blacked out. Did you I teach have no him the idea word? What just happened? Did you teach him the word nebulous, or, or was that all him? My dictionaries have been slowly disappearing from my house. They're all gone. All of my Britannicas and my Oxfords. You really got to check your insulation, bud. Why is that? No, no, no worries. No, no reason. Okay, I was kind of worried because you said something, but I guess that I'll... bump in the night—it's absolutely not Porter. That's nebulous. <laughs> oh boy all right uh where were we afc south is where we're going (laughs) all right afc south aj aj give me your afc south please before i i make a baron browning in my in my slacks too so texas is texas's own baron browning (laughs) texas is back uh so in the south uh, as the second seed and number two 10 in my power rankings i have the 13 and 4 jaguars i love that so it is i mean literally you can go 13 and floor in in four when six times you You play play tennessee indianapolis and houston yeah yep so i have them as the second seed and then not making the playoffs at six and 11 are the titans five and 12 are the colts and four and 13 are the texans the only the problem i have here it's not with the 13 and four record for the jags i'm all i'm with that because i think they're going to finish better than ninth uh i was I, I guess I just couldn't rationalize it preseason putting them there. Uh, the Titans, I'm uncomfortable with six and eleven. I think six and gonna, eleven is yeah. I, I think, think they're, they're going to be closer to eight and nine, nine and eight, maybe yeah. with. By the way, big shout out to Mike Vrabel giving his assistant coach the ability to uh, coach a preseason game. Here's the thing: I, I actually tweeted this at an AP writer, and because they 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 reported the story, and I was like. This is going to do nothing for uh, for his higher ability. It's going to do nothing. No one is going to look at one preseason game and it, and and have it move the needle at all. But what it is, uh, it, it's it's giving him exposure. This story is out there. His name is now attached to it, and it is being like, uh, I mean, for Christ's sake, I don't remember the name, but people reading the story will at least see the name. And there will be some NFL teams that end up reading this story. Also, Mike Vrabel had a press conference where he announced this. Mike Vrabel, uh, also awesome dude. Yeah, uh, He's showing that there are innovative ways to support, I mean, uh, to support uh, assistant coaches getting hired for big time jobs. And it's this kind of innovation that if it were put towards things like minority hiring, these type of things, uh, and again, I mean, you're again, you're getting into contentious territory when you're like, I'm going to let minority coaches coach preseason games and not anyone else that sure. can get a little contentious. But it's this type of innovative thinking that can leave a lasting like uh, uh, like a lasting cha- that can leave lasting change yep. on, on the league and the process of like uh, of, of equalizing of, of creating equity. Yep. Snaps all around for Mike Vrabel for that. Awesome yeah. dude. I know they're super I, long-winded, but I was super excited no, about it. No, Mike it's, it's for fabulous. The yeah. Absolutely fabulous. Um, and and I, I also agree that the Titans are going to be 
much better. Well, not much better. They will be better than six and 11. Uh, I have the Jaguars as my three seat uh, nice. behind, behind the Bengals. So we are both incredibly high on our, our beloved Jackson Jaguars. We are, we are huge fans of the black and teal here on at the shall we football podcast, black and black and teal love is real. It is. It is. Um, and then Titans, Colts, and Texans. I almost flip flopped the the Colts and the Texans. I, I could give two shits about that. I'm surprised exactly. you spent more than like a, than thirty seconds thinking about it. It wasn't even thirty seconds. It was less than that. Uh, what if What if Anthony Richardson is the truth from Jump Street? How, so level scale of one to ten, how surprised is Ryan Brashler? Uh, if, if he's the truth out of the gate, I will be stunned. <laughs> Can you please put a value on that? Uh, scale of one to 10. Is that, is that looking for here? Yeah. 10 is, uh, 10 is bordering on Need med- to go to the hospital. Yeah, surprise and medical issues. Let's go with a nine. Wow. Like I, I will be Lord. I, he's gonna have rookie mistakes. He's gonna have a lot of them. He had 13 starts in college. Uh, is he physically gifted? Obviously the most physically gifted. Some will say, but he, like, he was so inconsistent at Florida. He was throwing to, you know, what, what's the term? Bankers and, and bartenders. Um, but he was throwing to uh, Keanu Reeves and the guy from Hannibal Rising, the kicker. And then yes. uh, also uh, the uh, the eventual uh, director of some Iron Man films. John Favreau was in there, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He was he the was. Uh, he was the fullback from Michigan State that went to jail. No, there was a prison guard and went to jail, right? That's, yeah, that's the one. What what a terrific character that was! Just a terrific fucking character, and yeah. I I would say honestly, when you brought up the Blind Side, I can't stand sports movies. I love I'm not Rudy. a big sports movie. Fan I love either. Rudy, and I love uh, the replacements. And would you love one Rudy? Would you love Rudy if it was made about like Iowa State? It, it, you know what? If it had the same type of uh, like if if it had the same allure when I was a kid. And it was based on like, because I like I I I kind of like I related to that in terms of having to like not be well like being, really hard well being like gifted early and then taking it for granted and having to claw back and sometimes not being successful at it sure at all in 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 different in two different degrees. So that resonated with me. The answer, obviously, is probably not, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I would have in, I would have watched it, enjoyed it, but it wouldn't be like one of the small handful of sports movies. Here's the other thing: I won't watch. Like, if I see Rudy come on TV, not watching it. That is an invest. That is an emotional investment. It is. That's I true. Am not. I am not prepared to make uh, on a whim. The replacements, I could watch that anytime. That, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, our, our good friend, friend of the show, friend of the program, Jonathan Husky in, in Tulsa, uh, is very upset with me that I actively don't like Rudy. Oh, you actively don't like Rudy? I just don't. That's uh, weird and sad. Uh, I don't fine. think we need to stay here anymore. Let's. Yeah, it's it's let's, fine. Let's go. Let's. Uh, Jaguars are going to be really good. Everybody else is going to be really bad. What, right. So real quick, what is what is <laughs> what what are the Titans? What's the Titans ceiling for you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ceiling floor. I like that too. Um, Titans ceiling. I'm not interested in the other three teams. I'm only interested in the Titans ceiling. Titans ceilings, probably 10 wins. Uh, and that's if everything goes right. Titans floor Uh, is is right where you had them at at six wins. Probably. Yeah. Uh, and if Ryan Tannehill goes down and Malik Willis has to play meaningful snaps. What about Will Levis? What about William? uh, Yeah. And I'm, I didn't see any of Will Levis in the preseason game because it's a preseason game and I just yeah. didn't care. Um, but I, you know, he's still a rookie too. And he made a shitload of mistakes at Kentucky. I, I like Will Levis a lot. And I think his, his potential to be a professional quarterback is probably a little higher than Malik Willis. Um, I would but, say also his uh, potential to be a professional uh, bodybuilder or uh strongman, ESPN strongman. Yes. yes probably yes. higher than Malik Willis. Yeah, and, and professional banana eater. Does he does he chug nanners with the peels on? Yeah, with no, he doesn't. Well, yeah, that's how he got his name out there. He did that, and he put like mayonnaise in his coffee. You know, like he's a weird dude. Hey, listen, Will, can I call you Will? I yeah. I saw that video of you just 
swallowing handfuls of full-size bananas. And we would like to offer you a full-ride scholarship to uh, Pennsylvania State University. He accepted that and then decided to re-accept it at Kentucky. Yeah, well, he did never actually get the starting gig. At no, he did. he did not. Sean, oh, Sean, by the way. Sean Clifford did. Did you see Sean Clifford's stat line in Green Bay's? Buddy, I game? almost... I like I almost talked about uh, how much or let me say how little I care about preseason NFL football. This is probably if we get comments, this is probably going to do me to a fair amount of um, of finger pointing and poking oh, buddy, I'm and right potentially some I, some some mean comments. I could not care less. OK, but give me the stat line. Uh, I have to look it up. Oh, Christ. for real. One of my yeah. favorite things, one one of my favorite things about the preseason okay. is logging on to ESPN and on the home page, the headline was literally Anthony Richardson almost throws a touchdown pass in his first preseason game. <laughs> it was great. Uh, it was absolutely great. Uh, I loved so second of that do you headline. see what it is was it like that he overthrew someone just by a smidge or did no some i think guy i think it was a drop up the field okay no right. i think i think it was a drop in the end zone from what i read uh elsewhere i did not seek it out because i'm not i'm not that ill in the brain mm -hmm. at this point uh for some reason my eyes are not letting me see there it is green bay yeah you need that uh that that dual monitor my, yeah, my glasses are definitely not big enough to see Green Bay. Your glasses are gigantic. For those for those listening, <laughs> his glasses are like the size of car windshields. I I paid actual American dollars for for these glasses, and I really enjoy them. Those they help me see good. Those glasses would fit on Hunter S. Thompson. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, you ready for this? It's twenty of twenty six for two hundred eight yards. One touchdown, two picks. Two picks, twenty yeah. of twenty-six, and yeah. two picks. Yeah, I, I guess you know. I, I guess when you fuck up, you really, you really, really fuck up. Yeah, you really fuck up. Go big or go home, baby. Go big or go home. I guess so. Sean Clifford, right. doing AFC, AFC West. I can't believe uh, we're already here. Um, I know. So this is what makes me the most uncomfortable. Okay, I, I, I've I've got the Kansas City Chiefs, and it, it 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 has to do with the Ravens being left out of the playoffs, right? Okay. Um, it this I'll, I'll say this. I said makes me uncomfortable. The, the the thing that makes me the most uncomfortable is what I talked about the Browns being in over the Ravens. The, uh, the Ravens. But I had the Browns at twelve and five, or let me the predictor had the Browns at 12 and five. That's not the next team that would be knocked out. Cause I had the Browns at the fifth seed, which I hate dramatically. Sure. At the sixth seed, you know, the chiefs are 14 and three and they're the number one seed at the sixth seed, even above the seventh seed bills is the Los Angeles chargers at 11 and six. That oh. makes me pretty uncomfortable that they're ahead of the bills. Like if I were to rank these teams, I would be like, okay, so uh, it's Kansas City, Buffalo, uh, or Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Jacksonville, um, Baltimore, the Jets, and this is how I these anyway. That's the order I have them in on the in power my, rankings. Yeah, in my yeah, my power rankings. That the I mean the Chargers are eleventh for me. I keep wanting to say yeah, Clippers because I made that joke last week. You did. It's a good joke, though. Yeah, it was a great joke. It really, I mean, it. Well, we have no idea if these land. Hundred percent landed. We I have no idea. Anyway, the Chargers at eleven and six. Uh, the fact that there's some technicality that because the Ravens, I also have at eleven and six. There's some technicality that had the Bills and the Chargers get in at eleven and six over the Ravens. You know, these those little those things could you know could switch based on the scenarios and who each team beats outside of head to head games and all that jazz. Right. Yeah. Um, if I had to, between the three teams that were 11 and six, which I had the bills, the Ravens and the chargers, mm -hmm. I would without question, leave out the chargers. If just yeah. straight up, I would absolutely leave the chargers out. But yeah, as it were, I have the chargers as the sixth seed getting in 
as the wild card. And some of that is due to having to play. Um, whereas the Ravens have to play the Bengals, the Browns and the Steelers outside of the chiefs, the chargers get to play the Broncos and the Raiders. Yeah. That's in third. I have the eight and nine Broncos. And in last, I have the five and 12 uh, Raiders. Okay. Eight and nine Broncos. That's a, a market improvement from last year. It is. I don't think that this team, I cannot fathom them. Um, let me put it this way. They're going to improve. They have to. In order to in- avoid a double negative, I will say that they have to improve. I don't I think they shocked. can get worse. I think they could. I think they can get worse. Dude, they were bad. If, 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 buddy, if they're, if, they, if they're just as bad as they were last year or only a little bit better, I would say overall, uh, your net is worse. True. I agree you with know that. I mean? You know what I mean? That's true. Go, oh, That's so what do you got? I got Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders, Chiefs, my one seed. I have the Chargers as my seven seed. Uh, so kind of sneaking in there. Uh, then Broncos, Raiders. But I, I'm, I want the Chargers to be good. I've always wanted the Chargers to be good. I think like deep down in my soul, I've always wanted the Chargers. I, I just love the powder blues. I did like it's so great. I love it so much. Great. Uh and I, I really enjoy Justin Herbert. The I, I think I said it last week or the week before. There's there there's a throw or two I remember every year and and his throw with no ribs left at the beginning of last season will stick with me forever. Yeah. Um I, I want them to be to be good, and and I don't think Brandon Staley's going to let them be as good as they can be. Right, I know that <laughs> is a huge gripe for you. Is the fact is. that this is he is the epitome of dumbest the, smart guy in the room. The dumbest smart guy in the room who is also uh, young and potentially overconfident in their intelligence coupled however with a lack of experience lack of experience and humility yes i you know that those are your words those are <laughs> i mean and you have repeated those words time and time again at least i'm consistent that's i mean i love that yeah uh, so looking at the chargers the way that their team is constructed uh first of all something needs to go down where this team isn't entirely like at least half of your original starting 22 are like stay off the injured list like Correct. that ha- that's that's how it starts right have they have they hired new veterinarians I, I thought i heard that, i thought i heard that they brought in uh they brought in some specialty vets some exotic some exotic animal vets from the fancy hospital from the fancy hospital down the street they work on the alligators and the guinea pigs. That's tough skin they got to get through. Yeah, that's right. They ain't afraid. To j- they ain't afraid to stab and jab. Really get in there. Yeah. So the so for their offensive line, uh, like let's please let's set aside the fact that these guys are all always perpetually injured and yes, the stories of Charger injuries, like the 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 depth and the the the, the quantity and the the you know unfortunate quality of these injuries. Put it aside. Yeah. Yep. They're, the problems that they have are in the front three. Sebastian Joseph Day is the best player amongst their uh, the first line of defense, and that's not a great way to be. He's a solid player, but then they've got Morgan Fox and Austin Johnson. Austin Johnson came over from Tennessee. Um, I, like they need they need qual they need more quality athletes on yes. that front three, because they run a three, four, uh, they need more quality athletes. Uh, and they need, they need Kenneth Murray to be more, to be more like a first round pick, which he was. Yep. They, the concerning thing here is Kenneth Murray sh- is on the, on like all body team. Like he looks the part for sure. Absolutely. And when he was drafted, I said too early, but I remember watching him at Oklahoma and he, he stuck out like a sore thumb in he the jumps off way. the screen for he sure. Ju- yeah, absolutely. And we were, you know, this is on a Sooners team uh, defense that was just fucking so awful. bad, <laughs> so awful. So it wasn't too hard to stand out, but boy, did he stand out? He was very he good. Here's the other thing. And uh, this is a little bit from experience. They're starting free safety as a Gilman who started at Notre Dame. Lohi Gilman is a, Naval Academy transfer. So you basically your starting safety played for Navy. And the only reason he wasn't he wasn't um he, like his his uh his bio doesn't say he played at Navy is because 
he played at Notre Dame uh, his last year. That's who your starting free safety is. Now, if you can get Derwin James to stay healthy as your strong safety, you can make up for that, I'm sure. Plus, having Asante Samuel Jr., J.C. Jackson, and Michael Davis rotating and coming in as your three corner spots uh, it can also help mitigate that. Plus, we know what they've got coming off the edge, right? Yeah. It's just it's it's irritating how much like they have star power on this defense. They, they just need to stay fucking healthy. Yep. And then that offensive line, uh, they still haven't solved right tackle. Uh, Jamari Salier, uh, the right guard from Georgia, he played pretty well. Zion Johnson needs to stay the fuck healthy. Yep. And he needs to improve. And so does Rashawn same, Slater. And Slater, same. yeah. Well, I mean, improve. That guy is he's, he's great. Stud, but, but stay he healthy. Yeah. Healthy. And then Corey Lins. There's the whole offensive line. It's so irritating because look, they have two first first round picks and Keenan Allen as wide receivers. Yep. And then Austin Eckler and Gerald Everett. Like that's that's studs. It is infuriating. Yep. It's studs, and they're they're just soft in the middle. Yeah. If they if they stay healthy, they might not even they might not even be. I don't think True. that's I don't think that's the order those words should be in. They might not be if they stay healthy. Yes, that that is that is true. I, like, <laughs> yeah, that that's a the words were in the wrong order, and and I I'm excited to see this team progress throughout the season. Um, just dependent on how healthy they can be. So the next thing is. Let's. So I just don't give a shit about the Raiders. Straight up, not even a little bit. Don't give a flying fuck. Unless, unless, unless what? Aiden O'Connell is chucking the ball. Okay, all right. I, I, I'm. You know what? You can enjoy that. I'm still not fucking. I'll watch a little Aiden O'Connell. I'll watch a little bit. You're a sadist. The I team am. I do want to talk about, though, and also I don't want to talk about the Chiefs. We all know what's going we on. Know what the, we know what that is, yeah. So I talked about the Titans. So I'll put these three teams in the same category. Um, and maybe you could throw the Steelers in there. Okay. Uh, the Patriots, the Steelers, I'll even say the Titans, and the Broncos. Okay. All in, the, all in roughly the same category for me. Um the Patriots, because they're coached by who they're coached by, yep. they now and now they signed Zeke Elliott for better or worse. I mean, it doesn't matter because they have Ramondre Stevenson. They were going to run the ball anyway, whether yep. Elliott was there or not. Yep. Uh, the only the two things potentially holding back the Patriots are the quarterback and the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Potentially, I I still think McCorkle Jones is that dude. I don't think he's that dude. I think he he's to some guy, to some extent. To some I, extent, I think he's I think he's serviceable. I think he can be the guy. Okay, for them, I think he can be the guy. That dude, you're right. Too strong. Can he be the guy in New England? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, th- I think he can be serviceable to a little better than serviceable. I think he can be better than serviceable, not by a ton, but I think he could be. Uh, I think he could win himself like half a decade, maybe. Probably like half a decade in New England, something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah, five years yeah. That's so. reasonable. Maybe, maybe yeah. a little more. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised by a little more. I like Matt. I like McCorkle Jones. Is we all is do. my point that their defense statistically and by the eye test was really fucking good, and they have yep. they have reloaded. Yep, Matthew Judon still there, still a monster. Yeah, Josh Uche. If you don't, if you haven't seen what his um, what his advanced stats are for pass rushing you should get on that because just because he's like six foot 220 or whatever uh he can ball he's one of those i mean he fits what they do in new england in terms of just moving guys seemingly incoherently around the field and then having them attack from anywhere a la like i don't know dick lebeau kind of thing anyway i've got them in there along with the steelers because also quarterback problems Sure. And I'm not going to get into that probably at length. The Titans, we've talked about earlier. They're probably at the low end of this group. And then the other team also on the low end is the Broncos. I, I put them here because I know, I feel like the three top teams in the East and the North are going to be good. The top yep. team in the South is going to be good. The top two team in the West, top two teams in the West going to be good. Sure. I also know that the 
Colts, the Texans, and the Raiders are going to stink. Yep. These four teams are, to some degree, nebulous. Word of the day. Their uh, their potential is is nebulous. It, so I want to talk about the ceiling and the floor yes. again. Go, go, go ahead before you do that. Go ahead. Th- that's what I was going to say is that their spectrum of where they could wind up is the widest for sure. Yeah. Like you could go, you could go, they could, they could act that all of these teams could be fucking terrible and all of these teams could be pretty good. So real quick, let's end on this. Um, and frankly, I don't think we need to go back over everything. I think it was pretty well taken care of. I think yeah, we were think both so. pretty clear. Yeah. Um, ceiling floor for those four. Well, no ceiling floor for the Broncos. That's all I need from you. And okay. I, I'm, pro- I'm probably going to have us go over our, our seating again, but I want yeah, from yeah. you last thing for them, uh, for the, the, the folks is the Broncos. What is their ceiling? What is their floor? I have them in eight and nine finishing third. I know you have them finishing third. Uh, in my rankings, I believe they are 19th. Yeah, they are 19th. I'm not sure where you have them. I would have to double check, but it's around there. It's around there is what I was probably yeah, yeah. what I was getting at. It's probably it's, around it's there between that 16 and 20 range where the, where they were just kind of throw-ins basically. But so floor floor for the Broncos. Did they finish three and 14 or four and 13 last year? Uh, they were they were bad. They were five and 12 last year. Okay. So that that's probably their floor is another five and 12 year that, and that is absolute worst that can happen um, with Sean Payton in there. I think their ceiling is probably 10 wins, 10 and seven is their ceiling. Okay. And I think what that's is their the, floor the, uh, five and 12 is, is their floor. Okay. Maybe even six and 11. I think Sean Payton is going to have some effect. Um, it's, it's how I, much can, can Russell Wilson win that locker room back? Um, I, so I agree. I'll say this. I think that if Russell Wilson doesn't win the locker room back, I think Sean Payton will have the locker room. I think if Russell Wilson doesn't manage to win them back, that we're looking at a team that very well may be draft trading. Well, they probably can't trade up, but drafting a quarterback next year. Are you like, if he can't win that locker room, they're going to be bad. Sure. And Sean, I don't think Sean Payton is going to stand for that. And he's like, this isn't our dude. Let's get our guy. Are you comfortable with, with a seven win Jared Stidham led team? Am I comfortable with it? No, that would keep me up during the night times. No. Yeah. I would love to see, uh, I wouldn't watch the games. God forbid, but I would love to read. Uh, Jared Stidham almost throws a touchdown <laughs> at the headline uh, on ESPN's front page. Oh, yeah, I, I I think with Sean Payton and and I, I believe with his success in the NFL, um, long term, obviously won a Super Bowl, whatever, yada yada yada. Um, I, I they could probably win seven or eight games with Jared Stidham. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably veer closer towards seven, but yeah, I, I, I get your point. I also think that because of Mike McGlinchey, they're going to run the ball yeah. better. Also because of Mike, Mike McGlinchey, they're going to have um, a few more false start penalties. <laughs> his specialty in college at Notre Dame was destroying grown men and also moving when he was not supposed to be moving. He was too excited to destroy grown men. That was that was the problem. Yeah, he was, I mean, and he also had Sir Quentin Nelson next to him. So he did. Um, they were able to throw gentlemen into the, in, back into the stands. Anyway, let's, let's wrap this up. Let's go over our, uh, I'm going to go over mine real quick. Um, my division winners are the Jets the Bengals, the Jaguars, and the Chiefs, and then the wild cards are the Bills, the Browns, and the Chargers, and my seeding is one, Kansas City, two, Jacksonville, three, New York Jets, four, the Cincinnati Bengals, five, the Browns, six, the Chargers, and seven, the Bills. Not comfortable with this at all. The the, the Browns are the asterisks, though. You make sure you put yes. an asterisk down, and we'll we'll revisit that next week. Yeah. Uh, shall if we if we rem- remember, I mean that's that's a pretty pretty good pretty good. I'll remember us. because I really don't want to look like an idiot when the Browns not only don't make the playoffs but like 
just when they, go, when they go six and 11. Yeah. <laughs> so right. I'll remember. Go on. Yeah. 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 Mine are uh, Chiefs as my one seed, winners of the West, Bengals at two, winners of the North, the South, the Jaguars at three, the East, the Bills at four, the Jets at five, first wild card, Ravens at six, and Chargers at seven. Love it. Love it. Hey, bud, uh, this is the pronunciation game. You know it well. These are things our our old roommate, my old roommate, your former tenant, our beloved uh, Jewish matchmaking star of the mm. Netflix series. Handsome Jewish matchmaking and all and handsome gentleman, Evan Carmison. These are things I assume he can't say. We haven't tested these. These are tough on him. Uh, yeah, these are these are rough, my man. Uh, but we assume based on his prior relationship with difficult to pronounce names and words and not so difficult to pronounce names and words that he would struggle with these this is the indianapolis colts edition rosters as of well today because i made this about two and a half hours ago beautiful the first is a rookie this year edge rusher out of northwestern what be he name he he named adita miwa adiba ware eddie tamiwa ad ibare uh, I'll, I think I'll give that to you. Wow. I actually, I, I honestly don't remember what you said, but it was probably pretty good. Pretty close. I'm sure. Yeah, sure. Whatever. I'll take, I'll take the win. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll give you half points today. because you don't seem very confident about yeah. it. Okay. Very good. Uh, so the next is an edge rusher out of Vanderbilt, um, coached by former defensive coordinator for Notre Dame, Clark Lee. Mm. Vandy's on the on the up and coming too with their new stadium sure. being built. It looks like a high school field. Uh, it's t- Timidayo uh, Odayingbo. Nailed it. I got Timidayo at least. Uh, yeah, o- you o- nailed Dango. the first part. Well, I'm I'm clearly not really listening to this. So I'll give you Perfect. more some more half points. I'll take a full point uh, full point total now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next one is a linebacker from. Alabama? God, I don't that's not right. I forgot to change that. He's from a place. Uh his he real name to... is Sam his real like his listed name is Samson. Mm. Uh, he's a linebacker that did go to college. I I'm pretty sure. What is his Samson Ibukum? Namaka Ibukum. So it is Inam Aka. The emphasis is on the first first two syllables. Inamaka. Ibukum. So you I got, got the last, got yeah, you got to, you got to book them. Um, I don't think you were ever going to get this first name though. No, so no, that was tough. So I'll say this half points, take half points, baby. Point and a so half. You got, so yeah, you're rocking 50%, but if you get yeah. this one, I'll give you a thousand percent. What do you got? John Christian, Kaimi, Neko, Mecca, Kapua, Fairbairn. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, congratulations. Tonight's winning the record award. It's the fantasy football expo. Um, thank you for having our sweet son, um, Colt, Coulter Snotty. Snotty? We should know this. I think it's Snotty. Yeah. Snotty uh, sounds like he has a cold. It does, because so it's Snotty. It's Snotty, because he doesn't have a cold. Yeah. Uh, he's very beautiful. Uh, he was uh, the most handsome man there, and he tore shit up in the flag football tourney coming within one interception that his quarterback threw. God damn it of going head-to-head with Des Bryant in the championship game. Uh, Colt, as far as I know, made two touchdown grabs. Yep. Uh, I tr- I found one on the Twitter machine. Well, the artist formerly known as the Twitter machine. Correct. Now the X machine, which sounds filthy, right? It does. Uh, last week's winner was uh, Ciara's Uterus. Ryan, yep. take us home, bud. Sierra's uterus is always a winner on this show. Uh, thanks for listening to the Shabby Football Podcast. Please subscribe to our responsibly sourced program on any podcast platform uh, and Fantasy Football by Razball, where our humble podcast can now also be found. Uh, and then subscribe to the Razball Fantasy YouTube channel for video versions of our program. They and other are great programs. And other great programs. Follow them on the artist formerly known as Twitter as well. At Razball, uh, Colts writing. Uh, also, real articles. quick before you go on, it's at yeah. Razball NFL as well. I forgot to add that in. It's a new account. And at Razball NFL, indeed. Go at Razball NFL, uh, Colts also writing fantasy articles. Check those out. Give him the clicks. 
and they will give him the money, along with links to our program at football.rasball.com. Follow us on the artist formerly known as Twitter at SWF underscore podcast. That's at SWF underscore podcast. AJ, today, August 15th, 2023, marks 5,001 days since Texas last won a Big 12 championship in football. Oklahoma's won eight in that span. In total, five Big 12 teams have won Big 12 titles uh, in the sport of football. Texas has five losing seasons uh, during its last 5,001 days and one season with 10, uh, maybe two, starting this year because Texas is back. 